Welcome to Peds in a Podcast, where our team of specialists shares with you tips on all things health and development for your little ones. My name is Leanne Tran, and I'm one of the psychologists here at Peds in a Pod. In the last of our series on adjusting to parenthood, we're joined again by Michelle Griffin at Lacuna Therapies. Today we cover self-care and also how to care for your relationship in the new days of parenting. Thanks for joining us. Hi, Michelle. Thanks for joining us again (laughs) on the podcast. Um, We've talked before about um, adjusting to parenthood and, first of all, the sleep and the ripple effects that can have for families um, or new parents, I guess. Then we talked a little bit about expectations and how that can kind of, um, you know, in in a way affect our reactions and how well we um, take things in our stride. And both of those times we touched on self-care a little bit and that is a really important part of, um, you know, general uh, mental health well-being and having good mental health and relationships. So I thought it's worth talking about in more detail with you today. Um, so how would you define self-care? Um, what would you say that it is, self-care? Um, self-care for me is supporting myself to um, be healthy both physically, emotionally and, and mentally and spiritually. Mm, okay. And why why is self-care so important? It allows me to function in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, I, my children are relying on me um, to be fit and healthy for them, um, of sound mind, and if I'm not functioning and firing on all cylinders um, for them, then um, they're they're not fully supported. So uh, in order, it's like when we're in um, do in the safety talk on a, an airplane and they're saying yeah. fit, fit your oxygen mask first and, and yeah. then take care of everyone else. If I'm not, I'm not breathing that in deep, I'm of no use to anyone else around me. Yeah, that's actually exactly what I was thinking at the same time <laughs> as well, that they do say that. And then... The other thing too is because you were talking about how your kids are relying on you mm-hmm. for for things that you can't pour from an empty, empty jug cup. either no, or empty cup. No. So you do need to, you know, look after yourself and give yourself what you need to make sure you can then yeah. give to others. Yeah. Um, I guess from a psychologist's point of view, I think that a lot about emotions and that kind of thing. So if we want to help our kids regulate their emotions, we've got to also be regulated yeah. ourselves. And so we do that by making sure we feel calm and um, get what, you know, are meeting our own kind of mental health needs. But I like how you talk about it kind of being spiritually as well as physically and and Mm. mentally and that kind of thing. Um, So do you have any um, tips for new parents on how they can, um, you know, I guess care for themselves or? Um, A a really good... um activity that I do with new parents is having the um, the self-care wheel um, and I, I just draw a circle, divide all the pieces of pie mm-hmm. um, and then 
go around and identify um, the eight areas of self-care. Um, okay. And so like um, professional, like our, our employment, financial, environmental, um, emotional, physical, and I'm drawing a blank on the other two <laughs> right now. Um, but then going through and, and identifying areas in, in each of those components, um, how we currently support ourselves and then notice where the gaps are mm. and look for ways of, of supporting ourselves. Um, yeah. That's really interesting. So you're looking at it from, so we can meet um, self-care. I'm not quite sure how to say that. So I know about self-care, but I don't know what's the term of doing it for yourself, like yeah. caring for self, I guess. Yeah. Um, but so it's in a range of different areas and sometimes we've got some down pat, but then the others fall away as we become stressed or, yeah. or whatever. So it's trying to achieve balance in all of them, not perfection, just right. balance. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, that's perfection's kind of the um, you know opposite of self care, isn't it? It's that two don't go together. No. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. And so then, um, I, one thing as you were talking made me think that it's a really good idea to do that activity because sometimes when we are feeling really stressed, um, and that's when we need the self care, it's not easy to problem solve at the time. But yeah. if you've got a list you can look at. Yeah. And it might have options and you think, well, now I can either go for a walk or I can read a book or I could do this and you just do one of those things. It's um, easier to yeah. to operate yeah. off, you know, you've already done the problem solving and you can just execute it then. It just keeps the wheel turning. Yeah. 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 I find it um, really helpful in um, I'll, I'll have a copy of that either on my bathroom mirror or mm -hmm. on the fridge yeah. and um, just referring referring to that. Not every day. We've got enough to think about every day, but just checking in and going, okay, look, the physical's been a little bit neglected lately because the energy's been on work. So mm. um, scheduling in a walk with a friend uh, yeah. and... A talk with a friend that can just you know that verbal processing can be really helpful um booking in a therapy session and um taking ourselves down to the water the water mm. for me is that really regulates my nervous system right yeah um, and even uh like co-regulating with someone else like when our when our kids are feeling um worried or or stressed about um, something in particular, we're not going to be able to settle their nervous system if ours is, is on heightened. Heightened, yeah. yeah. I was just thinking that it's probably worth um, us defining what we what we mean when we say about regulating. Yeah. And so um, it's when I talk to kids about it, it's on a very, um, you know, basic level because it's easy for kids to understand but I kind of talk about having really big feelings and then um, regulating is the ability to kind of bring ourselves back down to a bit more of a calm centered place mm -hmm. not perfection like you said but just um, so that we're able to more um, to manage the feelings that we've got and so that might be through deep breathing or um, you know taking a break doing something fun asking for help or that kind of thing um, and so we've talked about co-regulating as well. So that's the process where when kids um, 
you know, are upset that we're helping them with that process um, because they're not, you know, for whatever reason in a position to do it themselves um, and that's why we need to be or already have done that process yeah. so that we're centred and calm, yeah. And modelling that, like asking for help seems to be so hard for us humans to to personify. Mm. Um, we're independent little beings but we're so codependent um, and craving connection with the other. So um, it baffles me. Like I find it really hard to ask for help um, as well but I, over the years learning to go, okay, well, this is not my strength. I need to outsource this and, and get some support. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It takes a bit of vulnerability, doesn't it, and it does. to um, allow yourself to to feel that and and ask for help yeah. anyway. And modelling that to our kids, yeah, teaches them that that's just it's an okay thing yeah, to do and it's natural. Yep, that's right. So we we talked a few about a few ideas. It'd be interesting to give some more tips about some of those practical things people can do for self care to we've kind of talked about the categories on the wheel but so um for for you it's going to the water um and I like to you know hike or be out in nature Nature. and so for for us that's probably comes under part of that spirituality kind of thing right or or nature or physical physical. um environmental as well um it ticks ticks a few boxes there or pieces of the pie yeah um also like breath work Mm -hmm. just in, in in a moment where you can't get to the, the water or go for a hike, just focusing on your breath and just in through our nose, count count down to four mm-hmm. and then hold it and then out through our mouth and just like several several of those breaths, bringing it deeper down into our belly, feeling our belly rise mm-hmm. um, really, really helps. Yeah. Um, and in those um, quite visceral moments of anxiety bringing ourselves back into our body telling ourselves I'm safe I'm here today is whatever day it is mm. and the, the day <laughs> yeah the, the time is yeah I'm in I'm in a room I'm doing a podcast yeah I'm, I'm firmly touching my mm-hmm. body and and feeling that sensation of being really present in the moment, and that coupled with the breath work, yeah, is really grounding. Yeah, I like the the way you use the word grounding because it's not really. I, I think about it sometimes that those big feelings or when we're really anxious, it's almost like that out of control yeah. kind of feeling. Yeah. But it's not about then getting it back into control because that's. Um, just not possible, but it's about kind of grounding and coming back to a place where then we can problem solve it or yeah, think it through. we can think rationally once again. Yeah. yeah. And so for some people it might be things like um, mindfulness as well yeah. where you maybe just try and pay attention to your surroundings mm. or um, meditation or, you know, the little rituals that bring us happiness, like yeah. having a cup of tea. Um, hopefully it's still hot for these new parents <laughs> <laughs> by the time you drink it. Um, enjoying a cold cup of coffee (laughs) yeah that's right (laughs) actually draining the whole cup that's an achievement (laughs) that's right without having to microwave it I've had to do that before (laughs) um yeah so it can be a range of different things that 
it's about what brings you that peace and, and happiness, right? Um, so then you talked about as well, so actually before we go on, my one of our colleagues here, Tammy, she's an occupational therapist and she works with teenagers quite a lot about um, going through this situation, but she also works with new mums as well. And one thing um, that she has coined this phrase of, I think, well, I associate it with her, is boring self-care. And um, I love that term and I'm, I use it a lot now. And so sometimes that is just, she, she has this phrase where she says it's not all bubble baths yeah. and, and foot rubs, yeah. that it's, sometimes it's about going to bed early yeah. or saying no to Say something no. Um, you wanted to you do for somebody else yeah. or um, just, yeah, going for a walk, even though you hate it, just do it because it's, it's self-care. Yeah. So it doesn't, sometimes it can just be those basic things that, yeah. Yeah. Um, those, meeting those real core physical needs, yeah. I think. Yeah. But I, then, sorry, go on. I know I, I like, I love a massage mm. and, um, but I don't love a remedial massage. Right. But my body <laughs> needs a remedial massage. Yeah. And so it's just, just finding those, those ways of really supporting ourselves and, being kind to ourselves. Yeah. And that's where the boring self-care bit comes in, I think, that it's not fun or enjoyable sometimes, mm. but it's um, being kind to yeah. our bodies and yeah. what we need or our brains. Necessary. Yeah. yeah. Mm. So um, we've also talked about relationships and how, um, you know, the obviously having a baby impacts the, your relationships and that's often where the stress can be felt. Do you have any tips on... Um, kind of looking after relationships in new parenthood? Yeah, um, couples therapy, obviously. Um, I run an um, eight-week couples program um, mm-hmm. for, for new parents um, and planning to be parents um, to work together, see different relationship dynamics at play and, um, and together we... We do activities like in nature and art therapy, sand play, um, like writing, journaling um, within within our group sessions. Um, but it's then creating your tribe, meeting mm. other people who um, you don't feel so alone in your relationship. Um, we've talked previously in the podcast about um, the mental load and having having couples in the same room going, oh, my God, yes, I relate to that, having that yeah. resonance and um, it that that is grounding as well that, um, okay, this isn't such an isolating gig as I thought it would be. Um, then focusing, you know, simple things like going for a walk together as a mm. couple, yeah. um, put the baby in the pram or the carrier um, and just doing a couple of laps around the block, um, getting that time, regulate your breathing. We're out in nature. We're getting that beautiful nourishing oxygen and we're side by side, which mm. we know for men, men like to communicate side by side. Women like to be face to face. But just out there pushing the pram together and um, the conversation just starts to flow. Yeah. And, um, with ease and, and connection and little nuggets of gold can pop up and, and yep. deepen that, that connection. 
Yeah. And we all know that then has a flow-on ripple effect in, in the rest of our day. Yeah, we kind of feel um, more grateful and, and kinder in yeah. our approach to people and um, people, partners, yeah. yeah. Making that time to connect and, and have having those really challenging discussions and decision-making when um, we're not so emotionally activated I guess yes um that's a nice way to say fighting (laughs) (laughs) um yeah yeah, that's right also I think out of the house too is good because there's not you're not looking at all those piles or onesies that you're trying to wash and (laughs) so you actually have the time and space to focus on what you're talking about and yeah yeah, whether it's just even you know chatting about your lives and your day and yeah connecting yeah and then you've got the space for the the harder stuff to come in but yeah both parties are you know feeling safe and and at ease with each other that they can bring those vulnerabilities up mm. and talking in a way that like um when when you did said um was um that made me feel and just own, owning our our reactions being accountable for our reactions but acknowledging that there was a reaction, getting getting that out out in the open, so that the other has the opportunity to go, oh, that wasn't my intention when I said or did that, or removing that room for misunderstanding and yeah. resentment to build. Yep, yeah, that's a great great tip. So another tip you had was a book that you often recommend to families, um, the Comfort Book. Uh, I've only just read it. Okay. I finished it the other day. Maybe um, you've just recommended it to have, me then. <laughs> I highly recommended it to all my all my close friends. Um, it's uh, called Comfort Book by Matt Haig. Mm. Um, he also writes fiction and children's books. He's yeah. um, English, I think. Okay. And, um, and he is quite open about his um, experience with depression and okay. suicidation. And um, he, oh, this book is just full of nuggets mm, of okay. gorgeousness. Yeah. Um, he just, like, one of, one of the chapters is just, like, one line. And right. Like, it's these pearls of wisdom. But yeah. really easy to read. Um a beautiful way for um, like couples can read it together. Um, you can read it with your your kids. I'd mm. say um, like twelve and up would be. Okay. Um, they could they could read it themselves. Um, I had it on audiobook in the car the other day with my daughter in the car and going. Yeah. What do you think of this? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Beautiful, insightful, uh, and logical ways to be kind to ourselves and. Yeah, that's great. I love that they're really small um, little pieces yeah. of information so that um, it breaks it down into, you know, chunks that are small enough that you can realistically yeah, fit manage. it into your day, yeah. um, you know, even if it's, you know, a couple a week that you read and yeah. give yourself yeah. time to process it. But also, yeah, yeah just it's not going to work for like every piece won't work for everyone but because they're small enough it gives yeah. you time to um, really take note of the ones that do fit for you yeah. um, in a small little chunk of information that can help so yeah I'm definitely adding that on my 
to be read pile. <laughs> it sounds really good. Absolutely. Actually, yeah, we might, um, we have a, a parent library here at Wool and Gabba as well. So um, it, it's kind of, well, we have a share library, but then we've also got a resource library. So it's books designed to um, help particularly with parenting and that kind of stuff. So we might um, uh, add that to our to our library so mm-hmm. that parents can um, have a look while they're while they're here. Yeah. Thanks so much for for joining us today. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Peds in a Podcast. If you found listening to us useful, we have plenty of resources on our website, including blogs, articles, and videos. If there's a topic not covered that you'd love to hear about, you can get in touch with us on our website. Visit us at pedsinapod.com.au. 